You're listening to the Couples Massage Podcast. Send me your location, let's focus on communicating Cause I just need the time and place to come through Send me your location, let's ride the vibrations I don't need nothing else but you Mama, we live, we made it at times I wonder why I fool with you But this is new to me This is new to you initially I didn't wanna fall for you Gather my attention, it was all for you So don't take advantage Don't leave my heart damaged I understand that things go a little bit better when you plan it Oh, so won't you send me your location let's focus on communicating welcome back welcome back yeah welcome back uh to the couples massage podcast welcome back to- welcome back it's been a while um this episode is sponsored by uh tracy and tiffany we want to thank you guys for your sponsorship thank you we appreciate that we appreciate it <laughs> no in all reality uh, we um we'll be needing future sponsorship right <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll talk about later how they uh sponsored this episode but um you know woke up this morning feeling real good and you know today the washington wizards uh play they played against the boston celtics you know playoffs so uh, my wife and I, Ginger and Denzel, we are season ticket holders to the Wizards. So, you know, I guess with anybody who has a sports team, whenever your team doesn't win, it kind of is a downer. And that's kind of <laughs> uh, what happened. They were up by 16. I was all excited. I was telling my brother, who also has um, season tickets, like, yo, man, we're going to see LeBron. You know, so it's a long season. It's not over yet. So, you know, although I am a fellow season ticket holder, I just want to get something clear. So, if we don't win this series, you're saying we don't get to see LeBron? Is that what you're saying? I'm saying we will get to see LeBron on TV. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) No. Or we can go to Boston or we can go to Cleveland. Oh, I understand what you're saying. So, if they win this series against the Celtics, then they get to play against... Possibly the West Coast. Right. And I just want to say a disclaimer because I know a lot of people know me and they know I'm from New York. And they know I was born in Atlanta. And now I live in D.C. And I just found out recently that, well, I didn't find out recently, but my grandparents are from Boston. So it's kind of like, who you voting for? Like, aren't you a Knicks fan or aren't you a Nets fan or... You was, you was rooting for the Falcons in the Super Bowl. How come you're not rooting for the Hawks? You know what I mean? But, you know, I'm here. This is my home. And um, so I'm rooting for the home team. And, and like I said, I'm a season ticket holder. So I got... Uh, I believe one of our kids asked you, well, Daddy, who are you a fan of? Yeah. Um, they were they were confused. One of, one of our kids <laughs> was like, uh, Daddy, I remember when we went to the Knicks game, the Knicks and Wizards, you was booing the Wizards. 
And I was trying to let her know that, hey, I'm not necessarily booing the Wizards. I'm more so cheering on the opposite team, the Knicks. Yeah. And it's like if you have two favorites, you might like ice cream and cake. But you like ice cream over cake, so you might choose ice cream. But if you had to choose between cake and cabbage, you might choose cake. So um, I wanted to talk about finding one's ancestors. And, uh, you know, recently, um, you know, we have a son in college. And uh, he's a, is it called commuter? Yeah, he's a commuter student, so he... He does not live on campus. Right, okay. He doesn't live on campus. So, my mother-in-law was stating that, um, you know, if you're, (laughs) I heard if you are 116th Indian, Indian, you get to go to school for free. So, I've been hearing this for a couple months now. I keep hearing about your great-grandmother is 116th Native American, and, and I'm like, Okay, well, if she's one sixteenth Native American, what's her name? Let's get this. Let's get this ball rolling. So she doesn't have an Indian name, by the way. Right. So I I signed up for ancestry.com, and like I signed up, but I'm doing my wife's ancestry ancestors and trying to find this Indian so <laughs> our son can go to school uh, for free. He's such Supposedly. a great helper. Thank you, hubby. Supposedly. So I'm over here finding out information and, um, you know, getting to the grandfather, great-grandfather, and, just, and doing her tree. And I was like, why don't I do my tree? But before you talk about your tree, just let the audience know that my great-grandmother is not Indian. She is mulatto. She's mulatto? She got good hair. She got good hair? Becky so, with the good hair. Becky okay? with the good hair. Yeah. And I think maybe that might be... A lot of us, because literally in this area, I heard so many people say they got Indian in their family. Yeah, I'm, I'm half Cherokee. Not saying that they're not, but if when it comes down to finding out who these Cherokee people are, how come it's so hard? If we know that we Cherokee or something, why, why can't we find out who we are? I mean, why don't we have like, you know, some of the... Traits? Some some of the traits. Why don't we have like? Why don't I have like a nice blanket that has like the Indian feathers on it somewhere, or <laughs> you know, one of those you know Indian Native American Native, Native American, American uh, outfits somewhere well, that my be, grandmother wore. Right, right. Like we don't have no kind of information on. I don't know anyone on the tribe. You know what right. I mean? I don't know any of the chants or songs or anything like that. Right. Nothing passed down. Nothing passed down that. Let me know that I have Indian in my heritage, right. especially not in my hair. Right. <laughs> yeah. So. So I, in turn, decided to look up my ancestors, and um, I came. I got. I, I came across a lot of information. Um, I found out that uh, my great, great, great. Is it three greats or is it two greats? It's my third great, and I'm not going to say his name. Uh, his name is Ambrose. I'm not going to say his last name, but, but his name is Ambrose, because this is, uh, you know, his name is Ambrose Denzel <laughs> something. <laughs> Johnson. <laughs> Johnson, right. Well, we're going to go with that. We're going to uh, uh, Henson. Okay, so <laughs> anyway, I found out that my great-great-grandfather um, was one of the first, uh, first, well, I don't know if he was the first, but he was a legislator. 
So he was a black member of the House of Representatives in Mississippi. And, you know, it was kind of kind of cool to know that, you know, that this is my, you know, my great great grandfather. Like, I'm like, you know what? I should run for Congress on that platform. You know, my great great grandfather. You know, he was one of the first, and I'm trying to follow in his footsteps. Well, I mean, but that's Mississippi, so I ain't trying to go down to Mississippi. So I guess that ain't happening. But I think it's more of us probably should try to find out some information because honestly, I I didn't really know much about my dad's side of the family, um, and I wanted to know, like you know, like a lot of African Americans, our fathers, not all, but some. You know, our fathers may not be in the picture. And my father wasn't in the picture. And in turn, I didn't really know anything about his side of the family. Everything was my mom's side of the family and dominant. So I just wanted to find out some information. And it was cool and refreshing to know that somebody in my great, who my great, 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 great grandfather, you know, he was somebody important. You know, he was trying to make a difference. You know, and I, um, you know, I felt good about that. Yeah, that was pretty cool. So, yeah. you know, I, I, I recommend for others to look up their ancestry. And, um, you know, it's a free trial. I made sure I canceled before the free trial. Yeah, it's like, a, what, 30 days? Uh, I think it's 14. It's, it's only 14 it's days? It's a two-week, yeah, it's a two-week oh, free okay. trial. So I just wanted to um, make sure I trans, uh, not transfer, but cancel uh before then and before i get tried but at least you can get some information find out some information and and when we're young we need to speak to our elders and find out information because they have information and once they're gone they're gone and we and then we, we try to then find we really won't have the information right so right. let's try to find out when we're young and i want to give a shout out uh to donna sanders uh she's my cousin and um she did so much research so she's been doing research for the past 20 years on our family. And how I came to find out about who my great-great-grandfather was was because of her research. Um, she, like on Ancestry.com, the way it's set up is that somebody else's tree, if a name is in common, you could then see their whole tree. And then you could follow the names up. And based on the names that she had on her tree, I assume that... They were the names on my tree. But like I said, it was an assumption. I wasn't sure. So what I did was I Googled my great-great-grandfather, Ambrose. We're going to use the alias for the last name. We're going to go with Henson. Henson or Johnson? Henson. Henson-Johnson. Henson-Johnson. Okay. No, Henson-Johnson? So, um, and Ambrose, I didn't know what kind of name that was. I don't know if that's a white male, a black male. I don't know. I just know his name is Ambrose. So I don't. It doesn't say that he was. It was no pictures or anything. Was he mulatto? I'm not sure if he was mulatto. Somebody um, was mulatto. I think one of his sons um, or grands. One of his sons was mulatto, and I think that that was my great great grandfather. Oh, okay. I think he was mulatto. I think his name was James. Uh, but don't quote me. No, I have to go to. But nevertheless, what I'm trying to say is. This 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 woman, my cousin Donna Sanders, she did so much, and what what she told me she would do, and this is before she was doing this before the internet, 
You know what I mean? This, like right now, we got Ancestry.com. We can do this from our living room. No, she was actually at the archives and actually doing research. And she did so much where it's like, here it is. Oh, so let me tell you what happened. So I found the name. So I found, and it wasn't even her tree that I found. I found somebody else's tree. But nevertheless, the name Ambrose Henson Johnson was the name at the top of their tree. And so I Googled Ambrose Henson Johnson to see what I could come up. And back in 1999, there was a lady who, Donna Sanders, was saying on a blog or something, anybody with information about Ambrose um, Johnson, um, you know, let me know. Uh, my name is uh, Donna Sanders. I'm his third, 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 third. You know, he's my third grandfather. Anybody with information, please let me know. So, I started looking for Donna Sanders. You know, I'm put, putting up, you know, I'm on Google Donna Sanders, Donna Sanders. Then I, then I started doing some more research. And then I found this, uh, another page, and it had her name on it again. Hey, I'm Donna Sanders. But now this is from 2012. Hey, I'm Donna Sanders. I'm looking for any information on Ambrose. And, you know, I'm his third grandson. So... And it had her phone number on it. Did you say his third grandson? He's my third grandfather. So. But you were saying that was her third. We have the same third grandfather. So you're so, his third grandson. And she's his third granddaughter. Or something. Yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Because okay. we're cousins. Well, well, my father. It's and her, her first are, cousin. It's her first cousin. So I'm her. Second. Second cousin. cousin if that's how it works. So, I have no idea how that works. Right. Um. <laughs> So, um, yeah, so it just was very good to know that I found out some information and I got to and I got to give her props because, like I said, she was going down to the National Archives once a week, you know, going through the different censuses for all the years. So, you know, she happened to do all the tracing back. And then when I saw her name and I called her. And we talked and she was like, yeah, I know your dad and I know your granddad. And she's telling me all the whole story. So now that supposed or that assumption that this guy, Ambrose Henson Johnson, was my grandfather was true. It wasn't just a name or a similarity or, you know what I mean? Oh, you didn't believe it. Well, I wasn't sure. You just, it's someone else's tree. You don't know if somebody's names, I you see. know, and the dates with different so it's like that's true because you're just looking up a group of people with this specific name and you just need to find that person that fits the description and right. time frame and yeah where they were born and who they're connected to right because somebody else could have the same you know ambrose might have been a common name back then it was then, because there's somebody in my tree named ambrose as well so see, look i think that. it was a guy also okay. it's not a female right so, so. It's a lot, it was a lot of sam's a lot of james <laughs> yeah. a lot of lionel no. No, I don't know. <laughs> not Lionel. I don't know about no Lionel. <laughs> I do not know about no Lionel. Um so you know, I I I, I wanna just encourage you guys to like, you know, either do a DNA test, you know, or find your ancestry. Just to know. Just to or just talk to your parents and say, who's my great grandfather? And and write names and maybe even do a family tree. Yeah, because um, you never know. You might be one sixteenth Indian, and you might be able to go to college for free. Ah, uh, you know, I don't know if that's, <laughs> that's. We're still looking into that. Yeah, we're still looking into. So, it. I don't know if that's even, 
even true. I mean, there's other reasons to look up your right. history to find out, you know, if they lived on a plantation, if you're owed reparations. Right, yeah, who, who knows? You know, if who they knows? were the slave masters or the slaves, you don't know. Yeah, you don't yeah. know. Um, where you got your last name from, where it came from. Right. Um, so. We're going to take a, a brief... It's going to be like a... Well... We'll come back to it, but later on in the show, I want to read you an article that was a, that my that was about my great 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 grandfather, and I think some of the information in the article is what helped my second cousin find out more information about our heritage. So I just want to play this song real quick because it's been on my mind all day um, yesterday. We went to the mall. Was it yesterday? Two days ago. We went to the mall and we were in Children's Place. And these little girls were singing this song. And it was, they had hit the, the hymns and all of that. And it was, they like sitting on the floor. Like, I'm, I hear the song and I'm looking around. I don't see anybody. Then I look and they're like under like a clothes rack. All in the corner looking all cute singing the song. So here it is. I'm just let y'all hear a little sip it. Hey, so, um, yeah, so that was the song. It's been in my head all day, all day, all day. So, like, I was talking to my wife, and at first I was like, you know, like, what's up with these kids, you know, singing these songs? Well, mom and dad is listening to it in the car. I mean, 95.5, 93.1, so on. Yeah, and and I was saying, like, music is not bad. Like, I try to listen, honestly, like, when I'm in the car and the kids are around, I try to play jazz or, like... Chill. Chill. Uh, I play, like, chill music, kind of like techno or whatever, but I try to play stuff that's just neutral. Or kids bop. Or kids bop, you know, not really curses and stuff, but... What I will say that these songs do is... Like, I try to look at the glass half full. And I will say that some of these songs help the kids' memorization. So, I'm going to suggest that, you know, the kids, if they have, like, a, a spelling test or they need to know the definition of different things, make a song and sing it. So... Let me see. Um, let me see. Yeah, our kids are always making songs. Yeah. Hey, hold on, hold on. Okay. My vocabulary words are... Let me see. I just... Hold on. So they need to know, like, diff, different definitions. So let me see. Oh, uh, wait. <laughs> give me a word that I need. Give me a... A word you need? Yeah. Um, school pencil. School pen. That's a word that I need a definition <laughs> for. <laughs> no. Um... <laughs> um. You talking about like a spelling list, like the kids so always let's have say spelling, it's a spelling list. But but okay, let's say it's a spelling list, uh, and then they say like the words like. Hold on, let me get the beat. Can, can, okay, okay, I got it. I just need a composition book and a pencil pen. I just need to know or, or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> it didn't come out like a. You try it. Um. I just need an at, sat, cat, that, 
Oh, hey, 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 skirt. No, we need to know that. Right, right, right. <laughs> oh, or science, like the atmosphere and the sky. There are trees. Bill Nye. <laughs> who is Bill Nye? You don't know who Bill Nye is. He's a scientist. You never watched Bill Nye the Science oh, Guy? Oh, yeah, I heard that before. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so anyway, enough of that. Um, so, yeah. Um, I, I, I also want to um, encourage you guys out there. I know it's tax season. And I don't know, maybe you want to talk to your tax man. That maybe you guys should look into creating a small business. And um, I've been talking to my wife and, you know, urging her to create a small business. And it could be anything. All I have is desires, but no real discipline to actually carry out any ideas. Um, so being that she is a season ticket holder and being that we also have a podcast, um, we are going to create two new small businesses and, um, the names are going to be Ginger and Denzel Media for the podcast company and the, the ticket company is going to be Ginger and Denzel Events. You know what I mean? So, because a podcast itself is not a company. It's just digital media. But a company, a media company can own a podcast. So, you may not know the benefits of having a small business, but I'm going to tell you something. So, ask me a question. So, you you, you don't, you you are um, Jane, no, what kind of name do you want? You can say I'm Shanique, Jane Doe. Shanique, Shanique LeBron. I don't like Shaniqua, but we can go with Shaniqua Bryant. No, 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 no. Let's get uh, Keisha. Oh, that's even worse. Um, can I be Sarah? Sarah. Okay, okay. Sarah, Sarah Middleton. Sarah Middleton. Okay, so Sarah Middleton. So you're Sarah Middleton now. Ask me. Say, hey, you know what? Are, you know, ask me a question. I'm gonna give you. You know. You want me to ask you questions ask about me a question. small business? Uh, yeah. What are the benefits and how you set? Yes. One? What is the benefits of having a small business? You know, I already have a full time job. So how will it benefit me to have a business on the side? Okay, so here it is. At your full-time job, you pay taxes. So let's say you made $100,000. And on $100,000, you were responsible to pay um, $100,000. You're responsible to pay $20,000 in taxes. That's what you owe. So if you pay twenty, dollars now... The business, what the business does is lower your uh, adjusted gross income. Or it could hire it or it could lower it. But more than likely, if it's a small business, it's a startup, it's going to lower it. So this is how it lowers. If you have a home office, okay, you got, you live, so if you're making 100000 I'm sure you got a house. But then again, you could have a condo. I so could be living alone and 100000 doesn't get you very far these days. Okay, that's true. Have a little so let's apartment. say you got an apartment. You got yeah. a, a three bedroom apartment. Okay. And one of your bedrooms is your home office. So the home office is twenty five percent of the square footage of your apartment, of your place. We're gonna say house. So now twenty five percent of your mortgage you can write off. Twenty five percent of your utilities you can write off. So let's say. Your mortgage is a thousand, 
or let's say yeah, let's we gotta just use mortgage terms. Your mortgage is a thousand. A thousand times twelve is twelve thousand. Mm-hmm. You can write off twenty five percent of twelve thousand. Now get your calculator and and, and tell me what twenty five percent of twelve thousand, uh, Miss Middleton. So is it Miss Middleton or is it Mrs. Um, Mrs. It's Mrs. So you saying married to a Dwayne. Middleton. Oh, so oh, so you're married. Oh, okay. Sarah Middleton, Dwayne Middleton. Oh, okay, because I, you know, you was over here winking at me. I thought you were trying to holler. My goodness. Don't <laughs> you have a wife? I mean, I do. I mean. But you know, usually character. when you say I mean, it means you're not sure or you're thinking about it. Well, what I'm saying is my wife is well. Sarah Middleton right now. So I'm thinking. You must be Dwayne. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so if you got Dwayne, why are you over there winking at me then? You know, this is confusing. <laughs> right. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> I think. Okay. You got a husband and I have a wife, so I would prefer that you not wink at me, please. It's only $300? No, you must have did that wrong. <laughs> Sarah Middleton needs to go back to math class. Right. <laughs> 25% is actually $3,000 because it's one fourth. So okay. of twelve thousand, and that's on the loan. Nobody got a thousand dollar mortgage. Well, some okay. people do. Three thousand. So we have three thousand. So now, three thousand dollars. Now you got your cell phone. You know your cell phone is two hundred dollars a month. You might got three lines. Next thing you know, three hundred times twelve is another three thousand. You take twenty five percent of that. You at like eight hundred. So before you know it, you might have six thousand dollars in deductions if not more and this is just having a home office this is this is just home office deductions you writing off anything that has to do with the house the cable the electricity the water 25 percent. so now you made a hundred gas bill gas bill everything so you made a hundred you had to pay twenty thousand on that hundred now your business your small business is a startup you might have had start you could claim up to five thousand dollars startup cost so let's say boom you got another three thousand dollars startup. You bought new laptops, computers, all this new stuff for your um. Does lipstick count? Because you got to be presentable. At work. <laughs> lipstick. There you go. Okay. You might have went to dinner, and you had some meetings. Or lunch. Or lunch, or breakfast, and you had some meetings talking about your business. So you keep your chick for lay receipts. Right. You know what I mean. You okay. write it off. You might have said, you know what, I want to go to the Wizards game, because. There's a my homegirl. Well, let's say the Jill Scott concert. You say that one of my homegirls in town, and I wanna, I want to see if she'll do a joint venture with me, and why not entertain? We go to the Jill Scott concert, and we talk about this, and I'm entertaining her, trying to woo her to do business with you, because that's what businesses do. So now you wrote up the Jill Scott concert. You might have said, you know what? What's your company do again? Uh, what do you want to do with your company? Just give me some hair products. Um, I would like to make sweaters. Sweaters, okay. So, mm-hmm. Vegas has some Egyptian cotton. You know what I mean? Some fine Egyptian cotton in Vegas. Oh, the so, stuff. you take a trip to Vegas to investigate this Egyptian cotton. And you just happen to want to stay at the Bellagio. Bellagio. Yeah, you want to stay at the Bellagio. So now... Me and Dwayne get to stay there? Yeah, you and Dwayne get to stay there. So mm-hmm. now, that was... 3000 So now those are expenses that come with, that might be part of your startup cost. So now you had $10,000 in, in just different things that you did for this small business. You have yet to make a dollar 
You've yet to make a dollar. So you made a hundred, you minus the ten. You're at ninety now. So, but you just paid Uncle Sam twenty thousand dollars in federal taxes. So Uncle Sam now has to readjust your thing. Oh, you didn't make a hundred. We got you at ninety. So based on somebody who um who makes ninety, you overpaid me. Instead of twenty, you should have paid me fourteen. You get a refund of six thousand dollars. So here it is, this small business got you six thousand dollars. Back. That sounds like a good plan for me. And I mean, before need, you've even made a dollar. I need as many tax deductions as possible. Right. You know what I mean? I'm not like most people who get all this money back. I don't look forward to tax season. It's right. not, it's because, not exciting for me. Right. So why not have a small business and you can actually make sweaters and, and you know, cause I don't, I'm not, I'm not advocating people to go out there and make some phony, phony business. I'm saying do something. It could be something small. It could be a shoestring business, but actually designer shoestrings with cartoons on them. Right. And actually sell shoestrings. What, why wouldn't you want to, it is small. It starts off small and guess what? It's going to help you. You're going to get benefits from the small business. So, you know, I'm constantly thinking about different ideas uh, for businesses and just whatever, whatever. And the reason I'm putting this on the podcast, because I think this idea is, 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 is like top flight. I'm going to stop you right there okay. because I don't want somebody to listen to your idea and say, I'm going to get that idea. I'm going to get it patented, and then he won't have an idea. Well, I'm I already make patented money. it, but I already patented it. I'm going to make money off of this thing? No, but see, the thing is, a lot of times when you go to court and you have to prove, like, let's say, let's say this idea I had that I just came up as an epiphany, someone on the other side of town could think of the same thing without having no kind of contact with me. None. But that's why I'm putting it out to the world to let them know that this is my idea. And that way I can prove a timeline. I can show on this date that whatever date that is, that I, on this date, whatever date that is, that whatever, what's today, the, the 30th? 30th. 30th yeah. of April, 2017. Um, I can say that, you know what? I did a, um, this was my idea, and, I, and it can be dated back to, to that date, you know, and I can show that I have something tangible. It's no different than copyright. When you copyright something, you may have done it, you may have, like, so let's say you got a logo. You actually should put the logo on something, on a t-shirt or whatever, and say, this is my logo, and show that, listen, this is me. I did this two years ago, you know? So the idea, you don't want me to tell it? <laughs> well, you just explained to me why you can tell it, and but then so, again, in the maybe I shouldn't tell it because in people the, in always the, are so slick. They want to steal your ideas, and then they want to backtrack and say, "Oh, I came up with this in 1972," and right, blah blah right. blah blah. You know what? You know, and I'm not gonna tell I just idea. don't trust people. I'm yeah. sorry. It's my trust is yeah. people always disappoint you. Okay, so so <clears throat> Sarah Middleton. Yes. Okay. Ask me some more questions. Ask me how much it is to start a business. How much does it cost to start a business? How do you go about starting a business? And let's um, say from in this state, we live in Maryland. Mm -hmm. So, okay. In the state of Maryland, uh, you're going to go to the Department of Taxation. Assess. Okay. 
Department of Assessment and Taxation. Yeah, okay, so you're gonna go to DAT. And first you gotta come up with a company name. So that's step one, do you need me to, um, so that's step one, you're gonna go to the Department of Assessments and Taxation. And also you're going to need $236. $200 of which you can write off. So $236 gets you a small business in which you might be able to save $6,000. That's not bad. $236? $236. I don't know why I thought it was more, like $300 and something. Nope. $236. So you go up there. So how do you get funding and all that kind of stuff? Funding. Just, oh, you have to produce your own funding. Yeah, you produce your own $236 okay. and you start your business and... You hope that, you know, it can become something. I mean, it takes time for businesses to take off, but you never know. It's an unknown. It may be that someone sees that sweater design and say, you know what? I want to put that in my store. And, or I want to buy your company. So all these companies I'm doing, I'm doing with the hopes that one day I can make it. You know, I've, I've had a limousine company. I've had t-shirt companies. You know, I'm just trying to make it. You know what I mean? I want somebody to see one of my designs and say, you know what? I won't buy your whole line. So That sounds great. You know, I think so, Sarah would be really excited about that. Right. But what about Ginger? Uh, Ginger would love it too. Well, guess what? Ginger is about to have a company. Um, we, like I said, she's going to take one company. I'm going to take the other. Um, we had different ideas for the... Um, so... When we were thinking about the tickets, we're like, what kind of name should we have, like websites? You know, and I was thinking about um, Seat Hustler, you know. Um, seat Killer. Seat Killer. Killing Seat. Killer. Seat Killer. Seat, uh, seat Slayer. Seat Slayer. Um, I actually like Seat Slayer. Um, seat Smith. Shout out. Seat Shout Smith. out to LeVon. Um, just different ideas to have a website that something you want to have something that's unique and catchy. You know, the reason I didn't go with Seat Hustler, you know, because I call myself Hustle Man R or Hustle Man D. Um, well, which one is it? <laughs> it's both. Like Chef Boy R D, Hustle Man R D. So anyhow, I kind of got yeah, confused. Yeah, yeah. Just don't get anyway. <laughs> I call myself Hustle Man. But hustle, hustle, ling has a kind of a negative connotation. So, seat hustler sounds like this conniving, shady dude. Yeah, like why would I trust you and buy seats from you? Right, you know what I mean. But seat slayer, you know that sounds like oh man, they slaying the seats. That's cool. You know what I'm saying? Well, I think you know they have websites like Seat Geek. Um, so that's already taken. Oh but, really? You know, but seat slayer, uh. I currently own, and I'm happy to say cslayer.com is my domain. If you want to buy it from me, I can sell it to you for a small fee. It's available. Um, so I'm just saying, just do do something. You know, just think about doing something. Also, uh, think about your ancestry. Um, uh, I'm going to ask Ginger to take the forum just for like a minute or two while I can look up the article that um, my great-great-great-grandfather um, wrote, and then I'm going to play it for you guys. So that is going to be... So, Ginger, take the wheel, please. So, you know, what's very interesting is that I grew up 
in a in a family where when my dad met my mom, he already had kids. And so um, this just ties into the Ancestry.com. So although my dad had kids, I didn't get to know the kids that he had. So I have siblings out there in which I am disconnected with. So I was hoping that Ancestry.com would also help me with them and find them. So I've been looking up um, their mom's name and trying to find them as well. So um, I have two brothers and a sister that I know of out there that I would like to be reconnected with. You want to shout them out? Um, I don't want to shout them out. What if they listen? They could be listening, but you all don't know my real name, so I can't give their real names. You can give their first name. You know, I could. They call may them, know your voice. I could call them uh, Kevin and Tamika. <laughs> Is that their name? And Sam. Okay. Yes. Kevin, so. Tamika, and Sam. If you out there listening, your sister Ginger, um, Henson Johnson, A.K.A. Sarah Middleton. A.K.A. Sarah. <laughs> A.K.A. Sarah Middleton. That's what I'm going to start calling her now. Sarah Middleton. Come here, Sarah. You know, we're going to get in character. That's the name of, that's the, name of the, uh, the lady who also owned the slave plantation. Who? And, what, and um, she was the one giving tea to the slaves out, out front while they were picking cotton. What movie is Sarah this? Sarah Middleton. That's my own personal movie. Oh, that's your own personal movie. Okay. <laughs> yes. All right. All right. So back to the article that I, was, I found. It's from June 24th, 1870. Okay. 1870. That's All before right. the slaves were set free. No, they were set free. An Emancipated Slave's Gratitude is the title of the article. Governor Alcorn of Mississippi recently appointed W.G. Henson Johnson. I use, I'm using that name because the slave master has my same last name. So, in effort, it ironic? Right, it is. It is uh, ironic. Mm-hmm. So, in efforts to uh, not give out my last name, I'm just gonna use the alias of the slave masters name two okay governor alcorn of mississippi recently appointed wg henson johnson to a judgeship and in ending his nomination to the senate said he selected him from several gentlemen equally well qualified solely on the account of the letter which we print below the governor added that he could not refrain from saying on an occasion so touching to every man in the South, that there is an elevating sense of the good old world when labor toil for duty, not for meat. In this spectacle of an emancipated slave consenting to sacrifice all other favorites for office in order to concentrate the influence of his position as a worthy member of the legislature to bestow honor on his late master. So that was, they're talking about my great-great-grandfather, that he was a member of the legislature in Mississippi, and he, he wrote a letter to the judge, to the governor, to say, hey, I want you to appoint my uh, former master as judge. And here is the letter. Uh, it says, okay, this is the letter. 
House of Representatives, Jackson, Mississippi, March 26, 70. So that's 1870. To His Excellency, Governor J.L. Alcorn. Governor, I was a slave of W.G. Henson. Boys together as we were, he is the center of the tenderest associations of my life. Arrived at manhood's estate, I was still intimately connected with him in the relation of his body servant. When he was wounded at Upperville, Virginia, en route for Gettysburg, he languished in the Valley of Virginia in the hands of the federal authorities until it was my privilege to take him away, secretly through the lines of his own people. The affectionate relation of our childhood having ripened into a fixed friendship in our manhood has been invigorated still further by a mutual, 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 mutuality of service and devotion which makes him dear to my soul. My friend and loving master is a candidate for the office of circuit judge of the first district. He is a man of unblemished honor is a lawyer of high standing at the bar and having stood out for you boldly during the last canvas is a good Republican. Now, Governor, I, by the mysterious providence of God, am a member of the legislature. I want no office, no honor, save standing here in my place as a duty to my race. But I believe my position gives me some claim upon the patronage you are about to dispose, and I now place, without reservation, all the credit of that claim to the account of my earnest prayer that you appoint to the judgeship of the first district, the playmate of my boyhood, the companion of my manhood, the generous friend of my whole life, my former master, Colonel Henson. Hoping you will grant this my first and last prayer, which I, as a member of the House of Representatives, make to you as Governor of Mississippi, I have the honor to be your excellent, your Excellency's very humble servant. Signed, Ambrose Henson. So, I just want to leave you guys with that. You know, that's my legacy, and I'm very proud of it. And um. You know, you guys should try to find out some information about your legacy. So just want to shout out, you know, everybody out there who helped um, my brother, my cousin Donna, um, you know, just just my, my uncle Keith, you know. So I just want to shout out everybody and, you know, just just, you know, look, look, find out answers and just look, you know, so. Ginger's over here tiptoeing because she had to make a call. But... I don't know what he's talking about. I've been sitting here this whole time <laughs> right. listening to this wonderful sneaking letter. Around. You know what I mean? I wish I could find a letter in my ancestry, but you know what? I haven't been sneaking around trying to get some cookies. I was I trying to get some chocolate. I was trying to get this dark chocolate. Um, yeah, we got chocolate in the studio. That's right. Yeah, we got so, chocolate um, in the studio. You know the dark chocolate with the pomegranate um, right. inside? Right. Yeah. So um, It's healthy. Right. It is healthy. It's so antioxidant. Let's you know, until next time.
send me your location let's focus on communicating cause i just